Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The Golden West Radio Network presents... Crisis. Want me to get that oil? No, it's all right. Say, uh, they're a good place to get something to eat around here. Uh, not too expensive. Well, it's Ozark Inn. Hmm. Oh, where's that? Just down the road. Hmm. You're that old flatbed truck park? Yeah. That's it. Well, that's the way it started. Somewhere west of Little Rock, I pulled off the freeway to get some gas in a little no-account town and decided to get some supper. It was warm and humid, and I was tired of plugging along in the old V-dub, just me and my old suitcase and my guitar. My dog run off a couple nights before when I was camped in a Natchez Trace State Park back in Tennessee, and I was lonesome. So I got back in the old bus and eased her down the street till I came to the Ozark Inn. I should have kept right on going. And so begins the strange tale of a vagabond named Gary Adams, a disappointed minstrel on his way back from a personal Waterloo in Nashville, Tennessee. After months of trying to break into the country music kingdom, the closest Gary had been able to come was a job washing dishes in a Nashville diner, a place frequented by other hopefuls who were also breaking their hearts against the walls of the Grand Ole Opry, walls which are impregnable except to a few with very special luck. But Gary Adams had no special luck, so he started away from Nashville in his rolling home, a 13-year-old microbus. What happened next is our story for tonight. A tale of suspense titled Side Trip. And now, Side Trip. The Ozark Inn was one of those restaurants like you see in every town in America. Oh, about 20 feet wide, a counter running down one side, little green booths along the other side, and kitchen and restrooms down the back end. A couple of fans turning slow, neon signs, coffee urns, 
seen one, you've seen them all. I found an empty booth and sat down to rest my back. I was looking at the menu, trying to decide between breaded veal cutlets and chicken fried steak when a waitress came over. You all by yourself? Why, yeah. Matter of fact, I am. You want to take care of that little problem? This booth is reserved for two or more people. Uh Uh-huh. You can't sit here. you got to sit at the counter. See the sign? Uh, what sign? Uh, there on the wall. It's not my idea. It's just the rule. Oh, hey, no big deal. I'll move. There's lots of room at the counter. Yeah, I see. Say, excuse me, brother, if if you don't mind. I'll just join you here, and then we can both sit in the booth. How's that? Oh, fine with me. That all right with you, sister? Don't make nothing to me. I just work here. Go ahead. I guess we can both sit down. I, uh, overheard the conversation. Uh, seems a man ought to sit in a booth if he's a mind to. Well, been traveling? Yeah, a little. Going far? Well, I don't really know. Oh, excuse me, brother. Let me introduce myself. Lim McNally is my name. Well, howdy. I, I'm Gary Adams. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, brother. Uh, you a preacher? I have that honor, yeah. You all want coffee? Oh, I've forgotten all about you. Yes, coffee's fine. Uh, yeah, a black. Cream and sugar, if you please, sister. We got a 75-cent minimum in the booth. Oh, uh, well, I sort of figured on having dinner. Yes, I'll have something, too. I'm sure it'll come to at least 75 cents. Fine. Don't make nothing to me. I'll just with you. Ah, uh, you live around here? Why, no, I'm just like yourself. Just passing through. Well, where's your church? I don't have a church. Oh, I should say, I carry it with me. Well, how do you do that? In here, in my heart. Oh, I, I see. Ever hear of a circuit-riding preacher? That's me. Tell me about yourself, brother. Well, not much to tell. Haven't done much. Not yet, anyway. Been up in Nashville since spring trying to break into show business. Oh? What is it you do? Mm, Sing, write songs. Why, that's wonderful. You know the Lord loves music. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye saints. That's scripture. Well, I I haven't done any good in Nashville. Well, that's a pity. So now you're heading back home? No, not really. Bound to Texas? Well, I thought I might try it, yeah. Mighty big state, Texas. Yeah. Know anyone there? Nope. Well, I happen to be heading there myself. That's so. Maybe we could travel together. Well, how how you mean? Why, I believe I saw you drive up in a little blue bus. Yeah. I thought if you had the room. Well, yeah. Yeah, there's room. Sure, sure, you can come along. Well, bless you, my boy. Bless you. The old guy was dressed kind of like a bum, but he paid his own meal, which was a good sign. And after a while, we got done eating and started down the road to find Interstate 30 again. But the preacher, he had other ideas. If it's all the same to you, uh, seeing you're in no hurry, why don't we stay off the freeway? Uh, Why is that? Well, for one thing, it's it's an awful pretty country between here and Texarkana. Yeah, but it's almost dark anyway, and... We won't be able to see any of it. And that's the other thing. With all due respect, if your car should break down up on the freeway, you'd be all night trying to get help. 
go through uh, any number of little towns if we stay off the freeway. Yeah, well, I see what you mean. Well, okay, Reverend. We'll do like you say. Well, we drove on into the night. Drove through places like Birdsell, Bluff City, and Dills Mills. We'd been on the road for maybe an hour when I began to feel funny. I thought maybe it was all the twisting and turning we were doing on the back country roads, but after a while, I, I knew it was something worse than that. I felt like my belly was on fire and my chest was tight and nuts, so I, I couldn't keep, keep a deep breath. And the preacher, he was asleep in the seat beside me, so I, I began to feel like passing out, and so I woke him up. I, hey, Reverend, w- w- hey, wake up, will you? Uh, what? Oh, I doze off. Hey, something's wrong with me. I'm sick. You are? Yeah, I feel terrible. I'm going to pull off the road. Well, well, yes, do that. I'll I'll take over driving for you. I was so weak, I could hardly move my arms and legs. They felt like lead. I could feel my body going all numb. And I was really scared by now. I lay back in the back of the van. How do you feel lying down? I I don't know. I'm really sick. I, I think it's... Something I ate back at the Ozark Inn. Food poisoning? What else could it be? I, I've never felt like this before. Well, just just rest easy, son. I'm going to hunt you up a doctor. Hey, Reverend. Yeah? Listen, I don't know much about religion, but could you sort of say a prayer for me? Of course I will. Of course I will. Now, you just, just lie back and try to relax. shut my eyes and waited to see what would happen to me next. The numbness was going all through me now. I couldn't feel my legs or my arms, and I figured when it got to my heart, that'd be it. It'd all be over. I could I could feel it creeping up my spine, spreading around my ribs. I, I wanted to cry out, but I couldn't make a sound. I was trapped in a black pool of nothingness, and only my mind was still alive. My chin, my ears, my tongue, they had all stopped existing. I only had my brain... I couldn't feel the car moving, couldn't hear it. I didn't know whether my eyes were open or closed, but it didn't matter. I knew that besides everything else, I was blind. Whatever had happened to me, it was killing me. Inch by inch, I was dying. You're listening to Crisis. We'll return with Act Two in a minute. And now, Act Two of Side Trip. I don't know how long I was out. When I first started coming to, my mind woke up before the rest of me. I remember just, well, just being, not knowing whether I was dead or alive, lying down or standing. I couldn't feel any part of my body, couldn't hear or see. At first, I I thought I was still in the back of my V-dub. I tried hard to feel movement, but there wasn't any. Then I got this horrible thought. What if the preacher had thought I was dead? and then taking me to the undertakers. What if that's where I was right now? What if what if they were about to embalm me? I had to let someone know I was still alive. I had to move some part of my body, but I, I couldn't feel anything, not even my own breathing. I wanted to shout, Hey, I, I'm Gary Adams, and I'm alive. But all I could do was think. So I began to think about what had happened to me, trying to think of what made me sick. And... And I kept coming back to the preacher, Reverend McNally. How he kind of forced his way into my life. And when I asked him to pray, 
He said he would, but he didn't. What kind of preacher is that? The more I thought about him, the more I began to believe that maybe he wasn't what he said he was. And then, while I was thinking that, I heard something. Yeah, it was a sound. Outside of my head, I listened hard. There it was again. So soft, I could hardly make it out. I wanted so bad to hear it again. And there, I, I did. Gary. Gary. Gary, can you hear me? Y- yes. Yes, I can hear you. He's responding. Uh, doctor, doctor, I'm scared. What happened to me? Take it easy, Gary. Where am I? What happened? I, I can't hear you so good. Can you hear me now, Gary? Y- yeah, that's better. How do you feel? Oh, I don't know. I, I can't feel anything. Don't be frightened. But but I can't see, and I can't feel. What's wrong with me? You've been very sick, but you're getting better, and you're going to be fine. But I'm blind. No, you're not. This is just temporary. Well, how do you know? You're not putting me on. We know. Well, then tell me what happened. It's very involved. Well, what does that mean? Hey, doctor, I've got a right to know. What's happened to me? Food poisoning? That's right. Oh, that lousy Ozarkian. Hey, uh, what happened to the preacher, McNally? You don't have to worry about him. Well, listen, how long do I have to stay here? Until you're better. Well, when can I see? When do I get the feeling back? Soon. First, we need to talk with you. Well, about what? About Reverend McNally. Well, what about him? You were troubled about him. I was? You wondered about something he did. You asked him to pray for you, and he failed to do it, remember? Yeah, I remember. Was there anything else that uh, troubled you about him? Wait a minute. How did you know what I was thinking about? I never talked about that. I only thought about it. Can you read my thoughts? You shouldn't be troubled about that. Who are you? Your doctor. Like hell. Where, where am I? Be calm, dear. You'll be all right. You're going back to sleep now. No. And when you wake up, you won't remember any of this at all. No. I don't want to go back to sleep. I want to wake up and open my eyes and... And... Get out of here. Got to get out. Get out. You made a mistake. What was I supposed to do? Uh, he expected you to pray. Pray? I, I don't know how they pray. Suppose I'd done it wrong. We can't use you anymore. I did the best I could. I, I've gotten you lots of them, lots of them. But you made a mistake. With I'll this get one. you lots more. No. C- can't you use him? He's just a type, loose and easy. Nobody waiting for him to come home. He would never trust you here. No, uh, we'll have to take him back and get another specimen. Give me another chance. No. Who? Who else have you got besides me in this sector? We have him. The, the kid? Adams? Certainly. Well, he's suspicious already. He'll forget. Then what about me? You're still down there in his little car with him. Then I've got to go back to just being what I was? Yes. A drunk? Yes. No, no, please, no. I, I'd rather be dead than to be what I was. Let me work for you. No, our association is ended now. You must go back. There's no place for you here. I'd rather be dead. Your option. Uh, where where am I? Easy, son. You're, you're right here in the back of your own little bus. You feeling any better? Oh, I guess so. You have you have a word there for a minute. Oh, how long was I out? Oh, just a few minutes. Oh, that was terrible. I don't want to ever go through anything like that again. I don't know what hit me. And then, while I was out, I had, like, a dream. What did you dream? Well, 
I don't know. I forget. But it was terrible. Hallucinating. Well, you you feel strong enough to, to sit up here in front now? Well, maybe in a minute. You tired of driving already? Oh, I just thought after you gave me such a scare, I might find me a little whiskey. Sure could use it. Know what I mean? Bringing in the shoes. Bringing in the shoes. Hey, will you knock that off? I've got a headache and you're not helping it much. Where, where are we going? I'm taking you back where I found you. At the Ozark Inn, back in whatever the name of that town bringing was. Bringing in the shoes. Oh, bringing in the shoes. Okay, that's it. I've had it. You can ride with someone else. Someone who likes drunk preachers. Oh, no, brother. Don't don't put me out. Come on out. No, 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 wait, wait, listen. I'm not what I'm not what you think I am. No, you sure weren't. Come on out. You don't understand. I, I just had a job to do. Get out. I'm not really a preacher at all. Don't leave me out here, please. Go sleep it off somewhere and stay out of the road. Yep, that's right. Going to have the usual? Sure am. Say, you ever see that preacher fella anymore? Which? You know, the fella who came in and sat down at the booth with you. The very first time he was ever in here. You remember? Oh, him, yeah. I heard he got killed down south here. You Drunk. Don't? Got hit by a car. You don't say. Yeah. He used to come in here every day and hang around and then go up to some stranger and sit with him. Just the way you do now. Looked awful strange at first, until he explained what he was doing. Just trying to convert folks, same as I do. Say, who converted you? Me? Why, the preacher did. Reverend McNally. Say, here comes a stranger right now. Yes, sir, he's heading right for a booth. Well, go to it, sister. Say, you gonna be alone? Yeah. What you got in mind, honey? The sign says this booth reserved for two or more guests. Oh, say, just a second, sister. I'll join this gentleman so we can both enjoy sitting in the booth. That is, if there's no objections. No, come ahead. Coffee? Uh, yeah, cream and sugar. I'll have mine black. Ah, sure you don't mind my sitting down here with you? No, that's all right. Yeah, traveling a long ways? Yeah, got a long ways behind me, and. Long ways in front, I guess. Well, what part of the country are you from? Oh, just about everywhere. Really haven't got no home to speak of. You wouldn't be heading down Texas way. Yeah, that's where I was going. I'm going that way, too. Tell you what, you can ride with me if you like. I got an old V-Dub bus out there, but it'll get us where we're going just the same. Like the robot motorman on an automated train, Gary Adams patrols the back roads of Arkansas on an endless mission, while the real Gary Adams sleeps somewhere in an immobilized part of his brain, the body continues to furnish more human specimens for the insatiable scientific appetite of his master, a being aboard a visiting vessel from another world. If this seems too much to accept at the moment, remember... Don't accept a ride from a friendly young man with a guitar who drives an old blue van. Or you may find yourself on a very unexpected side trip. I'll be back in a minute with the names of tonight's cast and a scene from next week's Crisis.
Tonight, Crisis presented Side Trip, featuring as Gary Adams, Pat Fraley, with Jay Green, Ann Tracy, Rainer Ray, and Albert Clark. Engineering by Carney Barton at Audio Recording Incorporated. Script and direction by yours truly, Jim French, who invites you to join us here next week for Crisis. Crisis.